Hare Krishna. I welcome all to every day joint conference call. Today we are very, very fortunate to have His Grace Ramagiri Dari Prabhu from India to enlighten us on verse 28 from chapter 5, canto 5. Prabhuji, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Um, Prabhuji, please take over the call. Hare Krishna. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Gaura Premanande, Hari Hari Bol. Thank you so much for uh, having me in this service and also regularly conducting this program. It's definitely a pleasure that Bhagavatam discussion is regularly happening in the Assembly of Devotees. And that's the only solution for all our confusions and dirt removal process within our heart. So before we start our discussion, let's offer our prayers as well as read the words in translation and then get going from there. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskrityam Naram Chaiva Narottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudiraye Nashtaprayeshwabhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Devaya Bhagavati Uttamashloke Bhaktir Bhagavati Naishtiki We are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam Canto 5 it's a very interesting canto uh, where it refers to the middle portion of the Lord's body. It is explained the entire Srimad Bhagavatam is actually um, the whole 12 cantos represents the Supreme Lord altogether. So, chapter 4 and chapter 5 refers to the Middle portion of the Lord's body, thighs, and you know. So we will read that verse number 28. The chapter title Lord Rishabhadeva teaches sons. Shri Sukhavacham. Wow, what a big and Longer words that the Sukadeva Goswami has chanted. I'm sure some Sanskrit scholars would be able to chant them at a right meter. I'll try to at least uh, repeat. Evam Anusashya Matan Swayam Anushtitan Apilokanusanartam. Mahanubhava Parama Suhrut Bhagavan Vishabha Padesha Upashama Shilanam Uparatakar Manam Mahamuninam 
భక్తి జ్ఞాన వైరాగ్య లక్షణం పరమహంస్య ధర్మం ఉపశిక్షమానయశ్యాం పరమభాగవతం భగవజ్జన పారాయణం భరతం ధరణి పాలాన్యాభిషిచ్ ట్రాన్స్లేషన్ Shri Sukadeva Goswami said that the great well-wisher for everyone, the Supreme Lord Rishabhadeva instructed his own sons, although they were perfectly educated and cultured, he instructed them just to set an example of how a father should instruct his sons before retiring from family life. Sanyasis who are no longer bound by fruitive activity and who have taken to devotional service after all their material desires have been vanquished also learn by these instructions. Lord Rishabhadeva instructed his 100 sons of whom the eldest Bharata was a very advanced devotee and follower of, of Vaishnava. In order to rule the whole world, the Lord enthroned his eldest son on the royal seat. Thereafter, although still at home, Lord Rishabhadeva lived like a madman, naked and with a disc he will have. Then the Lord took the sacrificial fire within himself and he left Brahmavartha to tour the whole world. Purport by His Divine Grace, Vesi Bhaktivedanta Swami Shra Prabhupada, Shra Prabhupada Jai. Actually, the instructions given to Lord Rishabhadeva's son were not exactly meant for his sons because they were already educated and highly advanced in knowledge. Rather, these instructions were meant for sannyasis who intend to become advanced devotees. Sannyasis must abide by Lord Rishabhadeva's instructions while on the path of devotional service. Lord Rishabhadeva retired from his family life and lived like a naked madman even while still with his family. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Mena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaham Namaom Vishnu Padayam కృష్ణప్రేష్టాయూతే భక్తివేదాంత
स्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषा शून्यवादी पाश्चत्यादेशिणे जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्रीअद्वैत गदाधार श्रीवासदी गौरभक्त वृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे रामा राम राम हरे 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 कृष्णा वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग वर्ड्स एज वेल एज हियर वी आर गेटिंग द कॉन्टेक्स्ट कंप्लीटली इन वन प्लेस अबाउट द इंस्ट्रक्शंस गिवन बाय ऋषभ देवा टू हिज सन्स इट इज इट इज मेंशन that examples are not the best way to teach but they are the only ways to teach in that sense chaitanya mahaprabhu personally came down because krishna thought He has already given the necessary instructions in Dwapara Yuga. The entire Bhagavad Gita was spoken, which is considered as manual for humanity. But in spite of speaking Bhagavad Gita, Krishna knew that the people of Kali Yuga might not be able to. implement what is spoken they will come up with several excuses and several reasoning stating why this is not possible oh that had been such had situation been there that way this way so many things one of the natural disease of a sadhaka is put the blame on others for his dysfunction we were recently in vrindavan dham so we were discussing this one aspect how as a practicing devotee we need to learn to avoid three things number 1 not to blame others number 2 not to sulk number 3 not to evade our responsibilities because when we have this habit of blaming others for bl- bad results evading responsibilities fearing of burden sulking because of failure then nobody can practically function in this world 
so we were churning this point that how in a sadhaka's life if he has to become a serious practitioner he need to learn to somewhere or other work towards his quotients so krishna thought in kaliyuga anyway people will have this propensity of hypocrisy because these are all symptoms of hypocrisy there are several symptoms of hypocrisy one of the symptoms is blaming others not taking responsibility and keep <coughs> crying for something which is some something that we should have otherwise managed <coughs> so krishna thought that if he doesn't come down and demonstrate how people will completely throw things at one another and blame krishna for not properly giving the instruction so he came as chaitanya mahaprabhu and showed by example in goloka vrindavanam it is mentioned that the gopis or the eternal residents of vrindavanam they constantly work on serving the lord they constantly do service to the lord in a in a sense even though there are no dirt even though there are no dust even that there are no um uh things that are kept untidy still they will mop the floor clean the floors you know sweep the floor robert explains it is not just the action that counts in krishna consciousness for sure action is great but underlying attitude when we carry while performing the action makes it glorious yesterday in our uh, standard proper calendar code proper yesterday or day before yesterday, a couple of days before shla proper says doing duty is very nice but if there is no krishna consciousness born out of those of this if there is no focus of krishna consciousness whilst doing the duty then sramayavahi kevalam so rishabdeva's instructions are very valuable and here sukadev goswami says they are valuable especially for those who want to retire or those who want to take sanyas so that gives us a sigh of relief that oh my god thank god i thought they are all for me it is definitely for us because shlapraba never wanted us to remain permanently in our cosy um comfortable grahastashrama arrangement shila prabhupad always wanted us to be part of a very responsible disciplined lifestyle so that slowly we'll come out of our bodily concept of life and eventually rise up to the platform of krishna consciousness in the fullest extent So Shri Prabhupada 
always mentioned that this entire Krishna consciousness is based on Vairagya Vidya Nija Bhakti Yogaha. And what is this Vairagya? Vairagya is a layered conversation. Right from the time of conception till the time of the soul leaving the body. Vairagya is perceived in different contexts or different uh, pretexts, in the different uh, um, viewpoint. For example, a person who is a sadhaka, earlier stage, his vairagya, his endeavor, his initiative should be to control the mind and senses. If one can learn to control, regulate his mind and senses, is by far better off than those who are completely leading a reckless life. Now, those who already control their mind and intelligence, do they not have vairagya? Yes, they do have vairagya. So, at different stages, we are supposed to keep on refining our action to eventually renounce rededicate everything for the pleasure of the Supreme Lord. So in our today's con context, several points have been mentioned by Sukadeva Goswami as an instruction of Rishabhadev. <coughs> Let us try to just touch upon few of them and Turn this particular shloka to the best possible capacity. Srimad Bhagavatam means it's a letter going to have wonderful uh, outcomes in the Samudra Mantan pastime when the milk ocean was churned, not only nectar came, Lakshmi came, Danvantri came, Mohini Murti came. So, Srila Prabhupada's purports are like milk ocean. We keep churning them and we can draw nectar. The great well-wisher of everyone Lord Rishabhadeva is trying to give this instruction through his sons to all of us. So we already spoke about how the movement, the preaching initiatives have always been done in a manner where somebody has to set an example. Somebody has to lead if there is no example, people will mock. Assume that if we do not have, and the more so the examples are, should be both contemporary, actually, as well as to the current modern context also. If you only give traditional examples, our 
so called intelligent youngsters will say they are outdated old generation if you give them latest examples some scholars will say that there is no pramana these are all some man made so proper said in one single sentence utility is the principle so utilize the intelligence the knowledge available with us to make sure the science of krishna consciousness is very well presented to the humanity at large through one example and the person who is playing the role of an example he is worshiped because he is called acharya or he is called paramahamsa or he is called greatest personality because to set an example means you have to take care of several questions if i am just going to manage my own my own self is itself an agenda when i have to manage myself and my family is a great agenda if i am supposed to manage me and my family along with my extended family it's a very high responsibility what to speak of i am taking responsibility of an entire community and kudos to shila prabhupad all the wonderful stalwart vaishnavas they have definitely demonstrated what it means to be by setting an example shrimad bhagavatam is only touching based on all those vaishnavas who have set a very wonderful example now the second aspect so our first aspect in our today's discussion is we need to be setting examples for our own near and dear ones so that this krishna consciousness can be applied in our current context and eventually this can be spread further there is no second thought so let us all take the sankalpa to work towards setting an example by following an example following shri prabhupada chaitanya mahaprabhu and gaudiya vaishnava acharyas we set an example and eventually spread the sankirtan mission the second thing is sukadev goswami explains although they were perfectly educated and cultured he instructed them so sometimes people people will say that uh, this is not meant for there was a scholar i was uh, interacting with this smarta brahmana the south indian smarta brahmin so i was having a dialogue with him so i said look at this chaitanya mahaprabhu has you know mentioned this ramanujacharya has mentioned this shrimad bhagavatam has mentioned this because generally the uh, smartas and uh, certain caste brahmins they have a very strong feeling that they are the best and they are the controller or the real hakdar or the real owners of vedic knowledge all of us are just going to be on their mercy typically bhagavatam says that brahmanas are the heads of the society or brahmanas are the face of the lord but bhagavatam also describes who is a brahmana 
so i was talking to him so i was talking to him about chanting of hari krishna mahamantra i was talking to him about several things we had a very you know friendly exchange he made a point saying that look at all these instructions that you are saying from the shastras are very valid but they are not applicable to brahmanas because brahmana means so he gave his own you know janmana jayate sudra samskara bhavet vija veda pada aditi vipra brahma janati brahmana so he gave his own of course these four statements are true janmana jayate sudra means people are born sudra samskaras bhavet vija when you are given samskara then you are called twice born vija veda pada iti vipra when somebody learns the vedic literature he is called vipra vipra means knowledgeable and intelligent class of men brahma janati brahmana knowing that i am brahman i am spirit soul i am part and parcel of the supreme lord that person is a brahmana so this is a very standard statement everybody use but brahma janati brahmana the way they refer is that i am brahman and i am cognizant but currently in a, of course that's a complete mayavada ideology so you are saying all this knowledge is not meant for brahmanas because brahmanas are anyway self cognizant when chaitanya mahaprabhu went to varanasi this conversation with the mayavadis along with prakashananda saraswati and eventually transforming them so very wonderful series in chaitanya charitamrita please uh, sometimes you all go through that chaitanya mahaprabhu very patiently presented krishna consciousness actually mahaprabhu waited there for 5 to 7 days then all the sanyasis all the assembled men they spoke and mahaprabhu just kept waiting in the entrance or somewhere in a not a prominent place then when finally mahaprabhu was given a chance then mahaprabhu in a very humble tone presented the need of chanting hari krishna mahamantra and eventually established how the sankirtan mission is supposed to be taken up and real purpose of a sanyasi is to live a life of renounced personalities because all the mayavadi people were insisting that as a sanyasi we are supposed to sit and study vedanta the message that i am trying to drive home is perfectly educated and cultured so i have three situations here number 1 in kaliyuga there is nothing called as perfectly perfectly educated and cultured as a single combination common all the second part is if somebody is even say they are perfectly educated and cultured it is imperative for them to learn these instructions because you have to apply them and keep working on 
winning more and more people which is missing apart from gaudiya vaishnava sampradaya and very other few is here few people here and there hardly anyone is preaching and third is this perfectly educated and cultured if they are not making sure that furthermore educated and cultured people are created this knowledge will cease to further uh, you know spread fourth chapter bhagavad gita first verse imam vivaswata you know uh, this um, the the verse that krishna is talking to arjuna that before you this knowledge was spoken to sun god vivaswan manu ikshvaku and in the due course the knowledge continuity got lost so i have to restate the entire thing all together so the point is if we don't try to create because the brahmana's duty is to create succession plan is to create the knowledge imparted is properly uh, established to the next generation so that they can take it forward if that is not done then there is a complete chaos so the second aspect is even though we may be perfectly educated and cultured which is a rare case in kaliyuga we still need to uh, apply take this instruction in a manner by which we apply and uh, give it to others the third aspect of this particular shloka or this particular context is about the preparation for sanyas in one place it is mentioned in kaliyuga sanyas ashrama is not a very common recommended or befitting one in the sense that it is impossible almost for a person to be a ideal sanyasi because of the nature of this yuga having said that the word sanyasi i have understood it as how one has to be a renunciant a sanyas ashrama may be a difficult one because a sanyasi is by and large supposed to not live in one place more than 3 days and they need to live an austere life and they have to choose to live in a place of mode of goodness which is forest so these are all things that are very uncommon nowadays so the sanyasis that iskon creates are more a preaching leaders of course as an ashrama it is sanyas ashrama and they do have their own mandates and guidances but it is a vehicle for preaching winning more and more souls to the parampara so but the message for us is in our life we need to start learning to renounce renunciation is not an agenda that we take it up only at the age of 50 60 70 because 
there is no point in time even till the moment before death we want to renounce those things that we have assumed acquired assigned to our names we never want to give them up because we are so much so attached to that that we will always identify them with us so if we go on identifying things resources with us then how are we going to surrender ourselves to krishna this baggage will not let us bow down as bhagavatam explains that when a person whose head is not bowing down whose hands are not engaged in the service whose legs are walk, not walking towards the holy places whose eyes are not taking darshan of the lord whose mouth is not glorifying the supreme lord shrimad bhagavatam explains the eyes are nothing but just like a plumes in the peacock feather and mouth is like a snake hole mouth and ears are like a snake hole and hands and legs are like just like a tree trunks and we are like a uh uh completely useless person if the body is not engaged in krishna's service so renunciation agenda that is been spoken about is very important because it is the word word might be called as renunciation but is actually nothing but reengaging what belongs to krishna to be with krishna we have been a culprit by disengaging them from krishna that is why that is called ravana mentality sita mata was kidnapped away from lord ram all lord ram asked was give back mother sita to me i will give you all the support ravana never wanted sita, uh, lord ram he always wanted mother sita only so he was punished the same mentality we have if we worship lakshmi narayana together glorious radha krishna together glorious sita rama together glorious but i want lakshmi but not narayana then gone so the goal here is we can neither renounce things nor we can claim it as ours because we can claim it as ours only when it belongs to us we can renounce only if it is yours what will i renounce that which is not mine what will i claim that which is not mine so what am i supposed to do sir can we point on any one thing in this world that i can say and claim it is actually mine technically nothing but for our ahankara we have spoken about this several times so the message here is through the word of sanyas what i understood is that each and every one of us we need to learn to renounce which means reengage reconnect and re establish our lost relationship with 
the supreme lord that is why prabhupada uses the very nice phrase back home back to god at the reason the word re is used to reinstate to reiterate that we are originally from the spiritual world we are here in this material world just because of our stupidity like the way indra got cursed to become a pig we also came down here because of our some bad choices that we understand our responsibility and go back our problems are fixed and definitely we will be eternally situated there so the third aspect of this particular shloka is about how one should learn to start reconnecting reestablishing uh re uh involving oneself to the supreme lord and that way it is called renunciation proper never wanted us to be like a bogus renunciant proper used to always say sometimes this mayavadi sanyasis and mayavadi people they say that we are so much renounced that we won't even touch the cash in our hands proper says we are not like that how much ever cash you have how much ever resources you have bring it to us we are ready to use in krishna's service because we know it is not dirty it may be dirty when it is with you the moment it is with us because it is going to be engaged in krishna's service it is clean so what might be a black money or any money in your own custody even if it is you know tax paid or not paid it is meant for sense gratification but the same when it has come to us us meaning those agents or servants or authorized bona fide vaishnavas they are definitely krishnas they are always krishnas and will eventually be krishnas so my third you know point or a uh, point of learning from this particular context is in our own life we need to learn to reconnect reestablish and renounce things and eventually be properly situated and the last but not least the lord rishabdeva he had made sure that even after this all these instructions are done is given he stayed around and i would say he was already in a renounced state but in the family ecosystem just to be present after bharata got enthroned he just want to be a hanging around so that there are no damage control situation comes up this is a perfect way of passing the baton in management we have a concept called good to great every time anyone do great things we need to learn to pass on good things to someone for whom that act will be great and by that way only 
we can do great things because the obstacle for doing great things is nothing but good things obstacle for us to do great service is some good services that we are doing please don't misquote me here all the services are great but i am trying to classify according to our growth in our consciousness we need to keep progressing evolving enabling empowering so that the sankirtan mission keep growing more and more hashla prabhupad alone had lived in one place in vrindavan dham he could have done pretty wonderful things for himself and peacefully did his bhajana but he enabled empowered and he knew in the process there may be some challenges there will be some administrative hiccups there will be some cultural differences several things may come our way but he knew the larger picture so he went ahead in empowering several souls so point here is that whenever we are trying to do some great things learn to pass on the good things that you are doing i'll give an example so that there are you know no confusions suppose for example you are already conducting a a nice satsang bhakti vriksha program in your community you are a bhakti vriksha leader and you have been doing it for the past 5 7 10 years very regular you already got you know 10 15 20 people coming to your bhakti vriksha after a point in time by the way bhakti vriksha is designed as well as by the expectation of uh, our vaishnava acharyas someone else need to lead that bhakti vriksha and you might need to open up couple of more bhakti vrikshas and try to manage instead of one bhakti vriksha alone you should be managing three bhakti vrikshas or two bhakti vrikshas by that way people under you grow and for them it will be a great service and what was good service of running one bhakti vriksha you will be able to manage three bhakti vrikshas will be a great service for you in that sense and in the in entire process you might need to handhold stay around hang around be available so when i see here prabhat uh, sukadev goswami explains in order to rule the whole world lord enthroned his eldest son on the royal seat thereafter although still at home lord rishabhadeva lived like a madman naked and with this he will hair then the lord took the sacrificial fire within himself and he left brahma varta to tour the whole world so it is not that just after enthroning rishabhadeva quit the house he stayed there he remained like a mendicant he remained not accepting the opulence of grihastha ashrama and at the same time he was conscious that he has to move out of the situation very soon i personally know a few devotees very close to me and they have been doing you know something similar to this they are from a very very wealthy family and they have personally groomed their family made sure that the son taken up the responsibility of the family the wife is handed over to the son properly the son has taken responsibility of running the family as well as doing some preaching initiatives that the father had been you know uh, desiring and then the father stayed in the home stayed in the home 
everything was uh, you know happening uh, peacefully and finally uh, the uh, the father moved on and kind of settled in uh, uh, mayapur dham and when they when the father he was in the transition phase he stayed at uh, you know home almost like uh, a very uh, humble simple uh, life and this are all not such a easy thing uh, it may be very easy to speak but when you have to put it in practice we need a you know we need a character to do that so as the last thing that i uh, as a fourth point that i want to say as a learning from here is that uh, we need to execute the uh, activities of krishna consciousness with utmost care and concern that uh, it is not just a hotspot scenario rather it is a, a serious agenda and serious agenda not only for you but for your um, near and dear ones to take up krishna consciousness seriously so we need to learn to be a responsible a person who don't blame and those who don't sulk so i would like to end the session here by giving a summary we started off this whole uh, session with a statement saying how in our krishna consciousness it is important that as a sadhaka as a practitioner one need to rid of ourselves with three important qualities we should not be blaming others we should not be evading our responsibilities we should not be sulking we should not be blaming others because you can't do things we should not be uh, you know uh, evading responsibilities because you think it is uh, going to go out of your comfort zone and neither you should be crying for the so called challenges and you know keep sulking because a sadhaka means he has to work under the order of a bona fide spiritual master and walk you know uh, forward to set an example and we spoke four points number one is the need of setting an example and how example is not the best way to teach but rather the only way to teach and we discussed how from prabhupad chaitanya mahaprabhu to several acharyas even to an extent the inhabitants of goloka vrindavan dam they all set an example knowing the weaknesses of people especially in kaliyuga because krishna knew that bhagavad gita instruction would not be enough so he came as his own devotee as lord chaitanya and demonstrated then we spoke about the importance of setting an example even though you may be from a perfectly educated and cultured background and we spoke that how perfectly educated and cultured scenario is highly uh, uh, um, impossible in kaliyuga but even if it is there there is an associated uh, responsibility you know with that so for all those people who are considering themselves as educated and cultured should also go through this process of application of krishna consciousness 
and set an example and we spoke about the third aspect of life third aspect of learning from this particular context is on the renunciation part sanyasis we mentioned that how in sanyasis that referred here is not just about we being in the sanyas ashrama it is about we learn to reconnect reestablish and reengage everything with krishna and which is the right way to do it and in that way we will be obviously considered as a devotee who is properly situated and last but not least we spoke about how in the journey of uh, vaishnava he should learn to move from good to great at all point in time and eventually make sure that succession plans are in place and empowerment and enablement so that the sankirtan mission keeps spreading and we learn to practically do this and not fanatically apply certain principles and try to create social confusion shri prabhupada has very art, very nicely articulated in his bhaktivedanta purports so that even a, a not so intelligent person with little sincerity when they read bhaktivedanta purports they will be able to apply understand and eventually you know impart this knowledge to others so all glories to shri prabhupada and all glories to those all wonderful devotees who have been working with shri prabhupada in spreading the sankirtan mission so may this sankirtan mission grow more and more param vijayate shri krishna sankirtanam hare krishna if there are any questions or comments or reflections i have you know some time to respond uh, hare krishna hare krishna prabhu ji hare krishna can you hear me prabhu ji yes mother ji Okay, okay. Then it's Pranam or Glossy Shri Prabhupada Guru Maharaj because I had my headphones on and I was outside. Um, Prabhuji, like you mentioned, wonderful class, very nice. My Dhanat Pranam to you and all the devotees on the call, Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai, Guru Maharaj Ki Jai. Uh, you were mentioning about uh, Indra, like he became like a, a pig in his previous life, like that, you know. So, is there some story behind how that happened and why he took a big pig body? Is it there in the Bhagavatam? Uh, I was just inquisitive again? to know about whom you said uh, Indra became like a pig, right? In one of his yeah, yeah. So yeah, there is a story, Madhuri. Indra, you know, uh, committed an offence, and eventually, it's a uh, it's a story. I will share the link with you. It's a very uh, you know uh, famous one where uh, Indra committed an offence because of which he was cursed to become a pig for one year in the earthly planets, and uh, then Brahma comes to call him back. you know i'll send the link about that uh, you know story okay prabhu ji i just wanted to know because we've heard this so many times and i wanted to know what exactly happened and why a pig incarnation only i'm sure he sure. something he did which is a uh, pigish <laughs> you know sure like, i'll i'll send the link of the story no problem okay okay and also one more thing like they talked about rishabh dev right so um this is so hard like he came as one of the incarnations of lord and in the end he's teaching his uh, sons and fathers he's giving lesson but then he became like uh, mad with pat you know like he was uh, like uh, you know like uh, so his action of doing that is basically an example of 
uh, renunciation. You know, like yes. he became mad, naked, uh, his hair was like that. So yeah, basically, you know, uh, in the, this is not in the Kali Yuga context. This is in the previous Yuga. In Kali Yuga context, there are certain uh, uh, exhibition of uh, because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was also a sannyasi. He never uh, conducted himself like that. In different Yugas, different ways of uh, different uh, reasons and lifestyles are uh, you know uh, um, adhered. Like if you even go to Himalayas right, right now, there are Nagababas. They just walk naked. There are Tirthankaras. If you go to Jainisms, they all still walk around even within the city naked. The idea is that they, it is not about what you are going to feel. They are saying that I am oblivious to what is going to be happening around me because I am disconnecting myself from this world. That is their whole principle. The reason they are not bothered about anything to do with the body is the moment I am going to start attending to that, it is going to demand my attention. And the more it is going to demand my attention, the more I am going to get drawn into it and the less I am going to give it to the Supreme Lord. So they feel it is a waste of time. And more so, these all people are finished their preaching agenda. Now, once the preaching agenda is the mainly we are, we, are, we are well groomed, being in a well city, nice big apartments, have a wonderful car, everything is only because we are supposed to preach to others. Suppose if you have to live your own life for you to practice Krishna consciousness, technically speaking, these all comforts are not encouraged or not expected of us. So from that perspective, Lord Rishabhadeva, he chose to relinquish all the comfort, anything to do with the body, so that he can uh, focus on uh, the next path of his journey. Next thing. Yes, Prabhuji, amazing. You know, these uh, stories in Bhagavatam are like just, uh, you know, uh, they, they kind, kind of... Uh, uh, you know, like, uh, and one more question regarding run, renunciation. We know that Krishna has uh, six opulences. And one of the opulences Krishna has is renunciation. He's renounced, right? Where yes. Wealth is there, strength is there, knowledge is there. We understand. But the renounce aspect in Krishna, he's the biggest renouncer. Uh, which Katha in the Bhagavatam uh, describes that? Krishna's renunciation. Yes, Prabhuji, yes. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Okay. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is renunciant. Krishna is, you know, as Chaitanya, Krishna is, uh, you know, um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is a wonderful example of how renunciation is applied by the Supreme Lord Himself. Hmm. Any other questions or comments? Thank you so much, Prabhuji. Thank you, Ma'am. Hare Krishna. Uh, devotees have any questions or comments for the room? Another wonderful session, Prabhuji. Thank you. Um, looks like there are no questions or comments. Thank you so much. <laughs>